Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. All right, we will uh, get this started in just a second, guys. I am waiting for a few more people to show up uh, to this post-win post-game. That's four in a row. Hey, where is everybody? There we go. We got one in the building. Three. All right, we got a couple joining. Just give it a couple more seconds. Wait for some people to show up here. Get some numbers. I like it, Evan. Woo! All right, we got people filing in now, so we can uh, we can get started. I love it. Let's get the woos going again. Woo! All right, good number. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey's post-game Facebook Live. My name is Bill Matson, director of Fun and Games for the evening. And would you look at that? Hey, hey, what do you say? Four in a row for the Fly Guys. Woo! That's four right there, baby. Uh, some of the people get the reference. Um, I, I am. Uh, who said they're in shock? Uh, let's see. Can you? I'm to I'm actually shocked," said Brian Knight. Um, yeah, let's do that hockey. Um, yeah, five, five of five in their last fifteen. Yeah, Selkie for Coots. Why not? Um, my takeaway from this game is I have no idea what to think of this team at this point. I am at a complete loss. I am podcast host opinion guy, and I'm the one who you know, throws all this stuff out there. I honestly, maybe when I watch the game again, or if I have a little bit of time to think, um, I just don't know what this team is. Uh, when they were playing poorly and losing uh, in the midst of that losing streak, most of November when they just didn't look good, um, or were looking competitive but just didn't have enough to put games away and all that was happening i thought this looks like a team capable of a uh of a second half run because they definitely have better talent than they're playing but it just seemed like something was holding them back uh whether it be coaching whether it be depth whatever uh whatever it was the penalty kill lots of things were letting them down on a nightly basis and it was something different every night to think it might just be an organizational issue. And now it's such a hard, it's such a hard team to take. Uh, it's really hard to take their pulse and figure out what they're about. Uh, you know, they, they lose 10 in a row that now they've won four. Uh, I don't know what to make of this team. I will say, God damn, I love watching Sean Couturier do what he's doing right now. I love watching the, uh, the resurgence of, uh, of Claude Giroux, really enjoying Michael Roffel up in his new role. Uh, Lawton, fine, Lawton and Lear finally getting uh, finally getting their opportunity and making the most of it. Uh, you know, Brian Elliott. I thought that first goal was pretty 
pretty leaky. Uh, didn't love it. He that armpit goal, man. I never. I just. I equate those leaky, like under the arm goals like that with Briz because, um, and to me that's laziness because Briz was just like the most technically lazy goalie I ever saw. Like, I love Briz. He, he entertains the hell out of me. I wish he was here right now. I would love to chat with him. Um, but during his time in Philadelphia, he just seemed so technically lazy that that's what I equate those goals with. But Elliot's, you know, pinballed around a little, but still like you need to have that stop. But other than that, he came up really big for them tonight. Uh, I liked what I saw out of Brian Elliott. Defense did their thing, held the Maple Leafs to what was the shot count tonight, held them to 22 shots on net 39 for the Flyers. So quite a sizable lead there. Um, I thought the shot numbers were a little deceiving. I thought the game was really even. I didn't think like, you know, the Flyers had a ton of shots and the Maple Leafs, um, we're still out playing them. I thought the game was basically even flyers maybe had a slight edge, but they had a real edge in shots through two periods. And um, I didn't think enough high danger chances. I saw one. Um, I can't remember who set it up now. I might've been Philpola to raffle, maybe the other way around, but it was a pass from behind the net into the slot and they didn't get the shot off, but it was still like, Oh man, look, a high danger opportunity that they didn't have a ton of those. But in that third period, the flyers played some of their best hockey and that has not been their thing of late. Uh, I really enjoyed watching the flyers again tonight. They needed to get that home win after coming, you know, they had their problems. Their last home win was uh Chicago on November, what was that, the ninth uh, before they before they went on that losing streak. Their last home, one, home win was November 9th. So they needed to get that after getting three in a row on the road. And that's four straight wins against Canadian teams, which is um, uh, just a coincidence, but it's cool. Like, you know, they got four in a row against Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, Toronto. Now they have Buffalo on Thursday. Buffalo's a bad team. You have a chance to get five in a row right there. And then you have, you know, Dallas, L.A., Detroit. You're right in – you're right You're right back in the thick of things now. Um, yeah, overall, though, man, I just wish I knew what to make of this team on a nightly basis. But maybe it'll just be a fun team to watch. Uh, that's really all I can hope for is uh, the continued the continued great play of Sean Couturier, uh, Claude Giroux proving that he's still got it. And, uh, you know, some, some young guys coming around. I really like to connect these games tonight. Uh, got that goal finally. Been waiting for it. Still credited to Taylor Lear last I checked. Let's take a look at that. It is now credited to Travis Konechny in the box score from Haig and Provorov. Uh, so Konechny gets his fourth, and I think that'll be big. He's had some trouble converting on chances. Um, and then gets this one, you know, seeing eye puck deflects off two different uh, two different Maple Leafs. Um, hopefully this uh, hopefully this gets something going for him because uh, looking at the ice time tonight, the distribution of the ice time, uh, it's not as lopsided in terms of three lines and a fourth as it's been, but. Um, the Flyers have a clear top six and bottom six right now, and I'd really like to see a little bit uh, more even distribution of the ice time. Uh, Couturier played 19 minutes. Simmons played 20. Where are you, Giroux? Giroux played 18:31, so that's your top line. Um, Raffle 17:55. Filpola 20. Voracek 19:36. So your top two lines are basically even, and then 
you know, the uh, Konechny, 10.42, Patrick, 12.28, Lear, 9.05, Lawton, 11.11, Weiss, 11.01, Wheel, 11.55. So basically, you know, you have you have your top top six, bottom six, and it's – I mean, yeah, those are your best players. He's just I just wish you could get more out of Travis Konechny. I wish you could – but I do like the line he's on right now. I really do. If you were using that as more of your third line and giving them a bit more of that fourth line's ice time because I want to see Nolan Patrick succeed, but he hasn't been very good. Uh, you know, Dale Weiss is Dale Weiss. Jordan Wheel, wish we could get more out of him. But, again, the Flyers only have, you know, so many spots, I guess – we have to continue to watch Dale Weiss. Uh, Oscar Lindblom had a go- another goal for the Phantoms tonight. But uh, I really liked what I saw out of that uh, Lawton-Lear uh, connect knee line, three guys who can all skate really well with each other. And you have, uh, you know, connect knee, of course, struggles in his own end. That's He's a, he's a scoring forward. He's never going to be good in his own end. He's never going to be really good. He can improve. There are, there are elements of his game that he can absolutely improve on. But he's never going to be a guy you play in the last minute of a one-goal game. That's just not his role. Uh, so I like the fact that at 5-on-5, five five, you have him on a line with Lawton and Lear, guys who have skill um, but have been groomed into the thinking of being two-way forwards, um, you know, Lawton's still in the penalty kill. I think they've taken Lear off of it entirely. But it's it's guys who play, you know, who are more defensive, who are more defensively responsible. And uh, then, as we saw, you know, early in the season, they weren't putting up the goal numbers. But when you had Raffle with Lawton and Lear, um, they were creating chances. And now you put Konechny with that line, and they can put them away. So I'm liking the combinations uh, for the time being. Uh, maybe this is just what you have to do with these young guys. You are putting them in situations where maybe they don't have as much responsibility. But with like a Konechny with a Lawton and Lear, you can put them in situations where you can succeed. You can say, okay, guess what? Our veterans are still our veterans, and we are going to lean on them. But we are going to be able to use you know a third line of Lawton, Lear, Konechny, and those three will complement each other with skill and speed, and we can uh, we can make some things happen there. Um, I'm liking it. I, I know it's only four games, but after the 10-game losing streak, I will take it. They are fun to watch right now, and that's all you can ask for at this point, I guess. So let me get to your questions and comments. Uh, hey, Bill, could this be a turnaround game? Four in a row ain't bad, especially against the Leafs. No, and they've beat the Leafs twice now. Like, that's the thing is the Leafs are really, really good, and you've you've shown that you have the skill to play with them on multiple occasions. Um, you know, so maybe this can be the, hey, now this is the game where we go, okay, this is who we are and we can go moving forward. It looked like they had a, a decent plan tonight. It looked like the lineup finally coming back together. Um, Radko Gudis rejoins the lineup. Sanheim stayed in. I know yesterday uh, a lot of people thought Sanheim was going to be scratched, uh, but that was not the case. So he gets to stay in. Um, I think this could be if we get some relative a relative run of uh, some health and um, you know contributions from the vets and um, the kids pitch in where they can. This could be a good jumping off point for this team. Absolutely.
four straight, it's cheerleader hour time. Hey, why not? Why not? Uh, it's as good of a night as any to do it. You know, we need a little pick-me-up. I was out in L.A. Uh, if you listen to Broad Street Hockey Radio today, when did it come out? Uh, I think it came out today. Uh, you realized I wasn't on the show. I wasn't on the NHL show on our Patreon. Um, I've been out in L.A. since Friday. This is my first time back. It was a fun trip, but we all know what happened in that game. So uh, Philadelphia needed a little pickup, and we got it tonight. Flyers with a nice win over a very good team. I see Bill is still in the ISIS camp. It's it's a Dropkick Murphys banner. This is my homemade recording studio that I made with movers blankets. I feel like tonight looked more like the roster we've been waiting for. Still yuck with Weiss and McDonald, but getting better. Yeah, I agree with Weiss. Um, when McDonald's gone, we'll all be happy. And I'm not telling you... I like McDonald in this lineup, but for whatever reason, he, um, they like him. They like him, and they seem to play better with him in the lineup. I, I know it's one of those things that you go, do they really? But we saw them without him. We saw him with him. They're better with him usually. Provorov likes playing with him. Uh, there are better players out there than him. If he was used as a third-pair defenseman, I don't think it would be that bad, but maybe the only way to survive him is putting him with Provorov because Provorov is so good. I I can't explain it. I just know that maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. That's what I'll say. That's my that's what I'll say about uh, Andrew McDonald is maybe he's not as bad as we think he is. That's all. This team had a lot of injuries, and with the minimal death we have, it was killing us. Uh, bounces and calls were not going our way. And at one point, we had seven rookies in the lineup. Now we're healthier. Bounces are going our way. Uh, that went away. But um, basically, that's your point. Yeah, absolutely. This lineup took a few hits and really wasn't able to recover for them. Um, Ron Hextall said, if you have four rookies on your blue line, it's going to be a disaster. And while I think we only had, like, one game where that happened, it was, in fact, a disaster. Um at least they're getting production, splitting up Coots, G, and score a check. Absolutely, man. Um, I thought it was the Couturier-Giroux duo paired with Simmons. Uh, wasn't quite as noticeable uh, without Voracek previously, but tonight they were <clears throat> back to their productive selves, and Voracek just makes everyone better. So Philpola and Raffle are looking like, you know, top six forwards in this league again. So that's really, it's really good to see. Hey, Bill, woohoo! I watched Slapshot the other day on my kid's hockey bus ride. You're the first thought guy I thought of when he said Moose Jaw. Yeah, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Uh, that's the best, that's my favorite scene in the movie. Everyone with the exception of my wife is going to go running for the exits. Uh, Ten-game losing streak follow-up with a ten-game winning streak? Hey, why not? Glad Radko was back, a calming influence. It's nice to be able to pair uh, a rookie with a veteran. It's always um, just to have someone to talk to on the bench, just the guy who's out on the ice with you. You can just – the communication, I just – yeah, I want to see all the rookies. Trust me, I do. But maybe there's something to the way they're doing this. Maybe not. Maybe, you know, they come out and lose – 10 nothing on Thursday to the friggin' Buffalo Sabres, and then they lose six more in a row, and I'm calling for the coach's head again. Um, but 
as of right now, I'm starting to see more of the plan. I can see more of the plan at this point. Um, it's good to see Radko back. I loved Alt and Moran, but it's good to see Gudis back in the lineup. Uh, yeah, no, Alt is a nice – Alt should be Brandon Manning. I'd have no problem with Alt in and out of the lineup as, like, your six slash seven. You play him, you take him out, whatever. I got no problem with him in that role. Um, but to have him in every night and then, like, at the end of games, the last minute of a game is, is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this coach still has a tendency to lean on guys like that when – Regardless of situation, put your best players on the ice. Put your best players on the ice. Um, can you imagine getting more out of Wheel, TK, Raffle, Lawton, Lear, and Patrick? Once we do, we'll be awesome. Yeah, uh, that's 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 the hope now. Is um, you know the the those top six are looking really good, and we're gonna not put as much responsibility on the kids' plates, uh, especially at forward on defense. They really don't have a. Uh, they really don't have a choice, but luckily the defensemen they lean on are uh, up to the task. You know, what was it tonight? Provorov, 2408, um, McDonald, 2405, Haig, 2024, and Bear 2026. So you had your top four defensemen, and then both Sanheim and Gudis played under 15 minutes. So – the same way they're using the forwards, they're basically using the defensemen with a, you know, clear delineation between the guys you're going to use and the guys who you're going to shelter a little bit, which I don't have a problem with as long as it stays consistent, as long as you have, as long as it, just as long as it, I can feel like you have a plan, I don't have a problem with it. Hack for coach of the year. Yeah, why the hell not, right? Uh what happens when Manning is no longer injured? Hopefully nothing. Yeah, I uh, – who knows? I'm wondering if we made the changes to break up the top scoring line during the losing streak, would we have hit a 10-game losing streak? <sighs> it's hard to say because so many things were going wrong during that streak. Uh, maybe it would have been nice. They tried it in games a couple of times. They didn't come out and uh, start the game with that line broken up. But I think they broke it up in games a few different points. But there are just so many things going wrong at that point. Who knows? With the news about Wentz, this win was much-needed boost to my spirits. Hope the Sixers can bring it home tonight, too. Hey, you know, what? It's the did you put out the fires? I didn't see any fires. When I was flying in, I was looking out the window. I was like, where are these fires? Well, as soon as I got in the Uber at the airport, I was like, hey, man, what's going on with these wildfires? Like, are you driving me into goddamn pits of hell here? He's like, nah, it's exaggerated. It was bad the other day. It's fine now. So who knows? It seemed pretty bad on TV. I don't know. I didn't see any fire when I was out there. I will tell you, the first day I was there, definitely some burning in the air. Like, there was soot. The air quality was low. Wasn't able to catch the game. Did anyone give Komarov a knock for his cheap shot on Ghost? And, and they didn't, and I was very disappointed in that. But you know what? Right now this team needs to focus on just going out and winning games. Um, I would have – I told you as soon as it happened on the next show. Um, they should bring up Tyrell Goldborn, and he should just go up and punch Austin Matthews straight in the face. Uh, Austin Matthews, of course, didn't play tonight. Then go do it to Mitch Marner, William Nylander, whoever. Uh, but um, – 
this team just needs to focus on winning games right now. As much as that, uh, as much as that vigilante style of hockey appeals to me at times, um, sometimes cooler heads need to prevail, and the Flyers need to go out and win, and they did tonight. So that's all we can ask for. A lot of our problems would be solved if we simply wave Weiss and bring up bring Reed back up. Um, I believe Matt Reed to be a better player than Dale Weiss. I don't know if it would really solve any problems. Like I don't know how much better. I just personally like him better. But I, what action? I guess you could put him on the penalty kill and maybe he would improve that. But the Flyers have really struggled on the penalty kill with Matt Reed in the lineup uh, over the last few seasons. So. Um, I, listen, I like Reed better than Weiss. You all know how I feel about Dale Weiss at this point. But I – actually, I have a new theory. I have a new theory about Dale Weiss. Um, he should play with Giroux and Couturier. Uh, I was watching Tom Wilson play with, uh, with Backstrom and Ovechkin, and I thought, that's how they're doing it. And he had like a three-point first period with him the other night. I thought, you know what, this is how you survive Dale Weiss. Put him with two guys who are so much better than him that they can carry him to competency. And then you're able to put Simmons on a different line and you can keep Voracek on that second line and suddenly you have depth. Uh, I don't think they'll do it and maybe it's a bad idea, but it was just something that while I'm watching the Capitals the other night uh, and Tom Wilson looked like he can actually play hockey uh, with Backstrom and Ovechkin, it came to my mind that maybe it's something they should try, but that uh, that line with Simmons is working pretty well right now, so might as well keep it going for the time being. Fourth line looked good tonight. What will it take to get Patrick going on the third unit? Um, in terms of um, in terms of Patrick, just time. I think he just needs time. Um, I wish he was AHL eligible, uh, but that's not the case. So you kind of just gotta. I think you're just going to have to gut out this year with Patrick, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a learning year for him. Um, in terms of the fourth line, I can't call that line the fourth line. They play tonight; it was even, but um, that line plays more than the the Lawton line. Whoever his wingers are has been playing more than the Patrick line. So I can't call the Lawton line the fourth anymore. I, I really hate line numbering to begin with, but when one line plays more than the other, I can't. <sighs> Looking for five in a row against the Toothless Sabres. Yeah, you're in a you're in a position to make up some ground here. You uh you really dug yourselves a hole, but you're in you're in position. Um I just want to have the feeling like I had with the Mac Miller team, knock, knock. Uh, yeah, that team was a lot of fun. And, like, hey, maybe they can get something going here. Um, like I said, Giroux having one hell of a bounce-back season. Sean Couturier giving, uh, giving them more than anyone. I don't care what you thought about Sean Couturier. You didn't think that on December the 12th he'd have a new career high uh, in, or he would match his career high in goals. Like he, he will in all likelihood set a new career high in goals by uh, let's call it Saturday against Dallas in all likelihood. He'll have a new career high by then. Um, 
other than that, wait for the kids to come around. They're fun right now. They weren't fun a week ago. They're fun or two weeks ago. They're fun right now. Thank God, thank God Austin Matthews wasn't playing. Yeah, it's a different game if Austin Matthews plays, absolutely. Um, he's, a, he's an excellent, excellent player. Uh, you probably have Couturier matched up with him. You're at home, so hopefully he, he's able to take him away a bit. But, yeah, it's a different game if Austin Matthews plays, absolutely. McDonald was getting beat from the outside all night. Everyone just walked right by him. I'd rather have you out there, Bill. Um, me at, like uh, – Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade shape, yes. But these days I play defense exactly like McDonald. I back in, back in, back in, and as soon as the, the, the forward thinks like, oh, man, what? I can't believe I have all this room. Then I go for my poke check. That's – but seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, Bill, superstar. These days, not so much. <laughs> this is a joke, people. I was never that good. Uh, we have a better chance of calling up Martell or Limblom. Uh, yeah, I, st uh, man, I really liked my prediction of, uh, Limblom would be here on the 28th, um, December 28th. That was my, when he got sent down prediction after the Christmas break, he'd be up and he scored tonight. He's starting to get it going, but I don't know if he's going to meet that prediction yet. Unless he gets really hot over the next two weeks, then it's definitely possible. Um, what about maybe switching Patrick with Philpola? You, no, you don't want to. Patrick's not good right now. Uh, is giving you an opportunity to win games. I realize you want to help Patrick develop and you want to, but you just can't put too much on his plate right now. Get him, get him the minutes that he can handle and just let him come along at his own pace. It's not going to be, it's not going to be a Gostas Bear-esque rookie year. He, I, I Maybe he breaks out at some point this year, but I kind of think this year is just a learning experience for Nolan Patrick, what I'm watching out of him right now. Um, he does a couple of things really well. I have very little uh, concern about Nolan Patrick's long-term potential. But right now, um, I don't quite think he's ready for this level, um, but he's – way too advanced for uh for the chl and he's not allowed to play in the ahl so this is just what we have to live with for now i'd take martell over reed weiss latera preaching to the choir brother um the goalie interview is the best scene in Slapshot. uh the opening you're just some english pig with no brain my Flyers won me a two-four of beer. Thanks, Leafs. I don't know what that means. A two-four. Is that like Canadian or is that some kind of Canadian slang? I don't know. Connecty uh, finally gave him some quality playing time, and it pays off. It wasn't that much more playing time than he's been than he's been given. Uh, when they're at home, they can dictate dictate the matchups a little bit and uh i think they were doing that some tonight um i think he only played like 11 12 minutes what did i say he played where are you connect me he played 10 42 tonight and 50 seconds on the power play so um i think it's just kind of controlling the situations in in which connect plays and putting him out there like i said with uh guys who are defensively responsible, uh, play a 200-foot game uh, in Lawton and Lear, but have skill and speed and can keep up with him, 
really, really just helps him. It complements his style. I think it's just better for everybody. Um, and if you get a goal out of him and he plays 11 minutes, like, that's great, you know. Oh, I know this isn't Flyers-related, but what's your thoughts on Wentz's injury? Is Foles able to lead the pack to a Super Bowl title? Uh, I was all in Super Bowl or bust. I really thought the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl this year. It's still possible, but a lot of things have to go right. Uh, before I thought it was them, they just had to do their thing. Now I think some things have to go right for the Eagles. Philpola frustrates me. He has a clear lane to the net and turns towards the boards. Yeah, he's not a perfect player by any means. He's just your best option right now. He's not, you know, involved in the long-term future. He's just a guy, um, he's an imperfect skilled forward. You know, he's a veteran who has some sort of presence out there. He's a decent enough playmaker. He's a good skater. Uh, but yeah, in terms of Jesus, when uh, when he has an opportunity to shoot, it's like, just take it. Just take it. But he's what they have to deal with right now. How serious is Wentz hurt? He's out for the year with a torn ACL. Uh, where would the Flyers be if the NHL still used the old and logical playoff format? They'd be a little bit better off. Uh, let me look at the standings. Uh, let's just check out conference here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're tenth in the conference with uh, thirty-one points, but there's some different uh, different games played here. Uh, so they'd be like on the edge of a wild card, as opposed to what do they got? I mean, they're basically right there. They're a little bit further behind um, because they're chasing the Rangers instead of Boston, but. Um, there's not as much disparity this year because the top two teams in the Atlantic are really, really good, uh, Tampa and Toronto. So oh, where'd you go? Here we are. Um, I I thought I liked this playoff change because the first round of the playoffs is so good. But after seeing it play out a couple times, it's just like, wow. Um, by the time you get to the Eastern Conference final, you rarely have the best two teams left. Um Flyers just got to win the games in front of them. I want to get mad about – things like playoff format, but when you lose 10 in a row, I mean, it's hard to blame anybody but yourself. John Borick should donate his ACL to Carson Wentz. I wonder if John Borick believes in Western medicine, though. How do you play this many kids if you need vets for them to develop? Um, I think having guys on the ice with you who understand the situation um, just helps kids. Like, you have them out there because they have to play. They eventually have to get acclimated to this level. Uh, the only way to become a veteran is to play. Um, but they need help, and – as much as you think the coaches, you know, should be able to do this, it's the guys on the ice. Uh, if you ever hear players mic'd up on the bench, it's the shift-to-shift -shift adjustments and the shift-to-shift -shift, uh, observations that really help a player in game situations. And you're only going to get the most critical information from a guy who's seen a lot. Again, I don't think you need Dale Weiss out there because he's just not very good. 
but some veterans um, are helpful in some situations. Lightning up 1-0 on Blues at the start of the third. Seriously good hockey going on. No, I really wanted to watch that game tonight. And then I was like, oh, right, the Flyers are playing, and I got to do post game. I uh, actually meant to DVR it. I'll have to catch it on the uh, NHL, whatever the hell it is, Center Ice or whatever the streaming thing is called later on. Kind of like putting AMAC with Provorov. If you're talking about the um, Weiss theory, put him with Giroux and Couturier, yes, absolutely. Uh, the only way to survive a player who just doesn't belong is to put him with the two best. Um, why not give it a shot? But that line's working right now, and they seem to have a, a thing going with the way they're using their lines in terms of their top six and bottom six. So they're just going to ride that out for now. They're winning. I don't want to change too many things up. There's a reason Tom Wilson was a first-rounder. Yeah, some teams are bad drafters. That's the reason. Some teams don't know how to draft. He's not that good. He's okay. He can play a little. I'm not telling you he's the worst player in the ice or anything. I'm just saying he's not that good. And, uh, you know, you put him with two great players, and he looks really good. Didn't catch the game, and I'm a Nolan fan, and I know he'll be good in the future, but he has been looking worse every day, and he's playing like it's next week. I guess. Yeah, I think he just really wanted to use that. He's playing like it's next week line, which, decent. Um, he's just a guy who's going to take some time. I say this, you know, basically after every show. Uh, he's never been very fast. He's been able to dominate physically and use his size to shield the puck and um, distribute off that and get on rushes by using his size to create space with defenders. He's not able to do that at this level because everyone's strong and it's a really, really fast league. So he right now just has to adjust a little like Sean Couturier did. Um, Couturier was a little more polished, obviously. Um, he had that rookie year that was pretty good. Um, it's going to take some time with Nolan, but I think he's going to figure it out. But right now, yeah, he's not playing well. They're going to shelter him, and they're going to figure out uh, exactly – he's going to figure out exactly what he can and can't do given his, um, given his lack of foot speed. And also, you got to realize that that core muscle injury, while we can't use it as an excuse forever in terms of winning board battles and winning face-offs and just – uh, being the big and strong guy he was at other levels, you got to be able to work out to maintain your functional strength. Uh, clearly, I know all about working out. Uh, and uh, he really hasn't been able to do that that much. When you heard him talk in the preseason, and they're asking him, how's it feel to skate out there? And he goes, well, I wasn't tired uh, after five minutes, so that's the best I've felt in a year. Well, you got to realize the jump he's making then if, you know, after his first shift, basically, uh, every game last season, he was completely out of wind. Um, it's going to take a little bit just to get that element back, to get the strength, to get the timing and all that stuff back. And then he's got to adjust more to how fast this league is, which is why I think is going to be mostly a learning year for Nolan Patrick.
Don't forget, until he got Mono and Juniors, uh, Coots was projected to be the number one pick. There is ability there. Some guys blossom late. They certainly do. Uh, they certainly do. I hope it doesn't take, you know, like eight seasons or whatever the hell for Nolan Patrick to finally look like the guy we wanted him to be. But um, I can see some comparable traits, let's say. A, uh, a guy who was dominant at the lower level comes into the league um, at a very, very young age, doesn't have the foot speed, has a very high IQ, and is going to try to pick up the other elements at this level. That's the thing is he's learning to play in the NHL um, by playing in the NHL, which will help him down the line. Again, I have nothing but confidence in Nolan Patrick's long-term potential. But that said, right now, I wish they were getting more out of him, but it, it is what it is. Bill, do you notice after the Lear now TK goal, the energy that line played with afterwards, all these young kids needed some confidence and look out? No, that's absolutely a thing. Um, that's why I like Connect Me with those two. It's three guys who play with that kind of skill and play with that kind of energy. And if they're able to convert some chances, that sort of energy will be uh, it'll be contagious on the entire bench. I thought after that goal – the entire team picked up their level of play. Like I said, I didn't think they played poorly tonight. I thought they played even with Toronto, who's a very, very good team. After they scored that goal, I thought they played some of their best hockey. Uh, so I want to, I want to see that continue. Two fours, twenty four beers. Oh, I get it. I get it. Uh, okay, so I'm sitting. At the uh, at an airport bar in LA uh, yesterday, in LAX, I'm at the Rolling Stone bar, and I'm sitting next to this dude from Ottawa, and he was calling. He told me he's from Canada. Is that actually how you guys say Canada? Do you actually say Canada? Is that a real thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna scroll down and see what your answers are. All the Canadian, all my Canadian friends in here. Um, do you guys actually say Canada in Canada? Is that what you call it? I need some answers here, guys. No, it's not. Okay. I, I thought maybe he was just screwing with me. I don't know. Can we please stop pushing the play to the wall? I feel like we were just shooting from terrible angles and missing the net or having giant rebounds with no one in the middle to pick up for a second chance. That's a... Uh... Kanata is a city around Ottawa? Oh, so maybe he's from there? Maybe that's what he was saying. Okay, you Canadians just love screwing with us. That I don't even think your money's really called loonies and toonies. I think you just say that shit because we laugh at it, and you go, "They really think that about us. They think we're snow. We're uh, what are you guys, chillbillies? Yeah, like I think you guys pretend to be more ridiculous than you really are, Canadians." Uh, where was I? Okay, can we please stop pushing? play uh to the wall i feel we are just shooting from terrible angles and missing the net or having giant rebounds with no one in the middle to pick up for a second chance fully agree like i said for the for the first part of the game the flyers were out shooting toronto but i didn't think they were getting nearly enough um i didn't think they were getting nearly enough uh high danger chances finally I think it was connecting on like a four on three or four on some sort of rush where the flyers it's basic stuff never 
on a rush like that, have the middle guy just drive the center lane and take a defenseman with him. And Konechny was at the end of his shift and wasn't really, like, pushing, but he was able to push enough to, to get to the net and took a defenseman with him, and they were able to make another pass off of that because he took the defender to the net. And it's just so basic, and I feel like so often – on rushes, the one guy carrying the puck kind of stalls at the top, and then they just spread out, and no one pushes to the net. And you're just – how are you supposed to score? How are you supposed to score from that setup? I will never understand some of the things that they do when they have the puck. Uh, Robert Haig tonight. Uh, the Flyers had a, a really good long shift. They were moving it around, got a couple of chances. Robert Haig tonight has the puck, nothing but time and space, and just fires one right into the goalie. And, like, make a move, wait a second, take a step in, make a slap pass across, do anything, but basically just give them a free – they needed a stoppage, and you gave them one. That shot wasn't going in. You thought you – are you Gostas Bear? Can you score from there? No. They, like, what? Day one, I'm trying to stay positive, but reading some things, ugh. Chill, Bill. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, do you think there's any basis for this whole Noivy Laner, uh, Robin Laner trade talk? I'm sure they want to move Michael Neuvert because his injuries are just a huge pain in the ass, and they don't have like he's always hurt. You can't play Alex Lyon. Stolarz is hurt. You really don't have a backup goalie right now. Like, you can't put Alex Lyon in there. He's bad in the AHL right now. Uh, so I don't know what their uh, – I don't know what their plans are. They probably are in talks uh, with somebody about some sort of goalie swap. Uh, is it is it Laner? I don't know. But um, I'm sure they're they're exploring things. It's not a freight elevator. It's my personal homemade recording studio that I built out of movers blankets. I read it on Reddit. Is that why it's called Reddit? Because you're like, oh, I read it. Oh. Figuring things out tonight together. What would you say for a flurry Neuvert trade from from Vegas? Uh, I mean, I would absolutely love if Neuvert went to Vegas. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun for me personally. And then the Flyers would have a good goalie. Um, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. Flurry's kind of like the face of their organization. Speaking of not knowing how we're supposed to score from bad setups, what's with the four across the blue line on the power play with one guy going in? This power play, I thought they showed such tremendous progress in the beginning of the season, and now I have no idea what they're doing half the time, especially at home. I, they can't buy a power play goal at home. Any star sightings in L.A.? Um, I mean, I was hanging out with some of the WIP morning crew. Other than that, um, no, no, I don't think I, I don't think I saw anybody. Uh, fans since '09, I saw fans since '09. Uh, so that's it. That's if you follow FS09 on Twitter, uh, I saw him. That's it. There's a dirty snipe by Kucherov. That's hard to believe, huh? Uh Never liked Shen when he played here, but I'll be happy for him when he hoists the cup this year. It's inevitable, right? It's inevitable. It's Con Smythe, the whole deal. 
Laner isn't the absolute worst. He doesn't have a lot of help in front of him, but can't ride Elliott forever without a break. No, that's the issue is Neuver, uh, he wasn't playing. He get I guess he gets hurt in practice or rolling over in bed. I think I pulled like a muscle. I injured like cartilage between my ribs or something in my midsection once by rolling over in bed, and maybe that's what Neuvert did. I have no idea. That dude is – he's just constantly hurt, and when he's on, he's as good as anybody. That's the biggest issue with him is, like, you think, okay, this is who he is. At least we know he's a good backup. Now you can't even depend on him for that. Surprise Tokarski didn't get the call up over Lyon. At least he has some NHL experience. Yeah, we'll see what happens if they actually are going to um, – if they're actually going to end up playing a backup they have, let's see, off tomorrow, Buffalo Thursday, off Friday, Dallas Saturday, off Sunday, L.A. Monday, off Tuesday, Detroit Wednesday, off Thursday, then back-to-backs on the road against Buffalo and Columbus. So perhaps they're looking towards that and just saying Elliott can hand – he's been a number one in his career – he can handle it until we go on the road, and then maybe we'll call up Tokarski for those, and then you're off for the holiday, and then you have back-to-backs when you come back. It's um, You play two and three nights, so maybe you're thinking about something like that. But, yeah, it is a little, it'll, it is a little surprising, especially after they went out and got Tokarski, that um, they still called up Lyon. And, of course, Tokarski got pulled tonight after allowing three goals in quick succession. John Muse, 25 for 25 to end it. All right, thank you for the update, Nicholas. So that's uh, bring on Carter Hart. I wish we could, Michael. I wish we could. What moves could the Flyers make at the deadline or before? It really just depends on um, – it depends on how they play from here and who they think who they think they are going forward. Um, I would love to see – I would love to see them move out some vets like Philpola, uh, even if it's for low return, just to see uh, other guys get called up. You know, Mike Vecchioni, a guy like that, who just really deserves a chance. Um, so, But we'll see. We'll see who they are closer to the trade deadline. Right now, I think any trades they make would be um, keeping head above water trades like a uh, – like acquiring a, de- a decent backup who could play some games for you because Neuvert's always hurt, something like that. So I, And it would be, you know, Neuvert or like a, a late draft pick or something like that. Um, not really much of consequence um, until you get closer to the deadline for this team. I think they just need to see who they are first. Neuver caught flu. He went out in the storm to start his car. Didn't have a jacket on. I hear it settled in his kidneys. Dave's a killer. Dave's a mess. <laughs> what about another score? I don't see it right now. Uh, maybe if they go on some incredible run and they actually are making a real push uh, for the playoffs, they'll acquire some another skilled forward. But um, I don't see them bringing on a veteran at this point. I think your best opportunity to add a uh, – a skilled forward is calling up Vecchioni, Martel, 
and or Limblom. I think that's where you're going to get your reinforcements from. Do you think the Flyers can win the next three home games? Uh, Buffalo, yes. Dallas and then L.A.? Tough games, but they've been playing better recently. So it's a night-to-night league. You know, it's bad teams win games too, but they absolutely can. Konechny is hurting. Should he go down to the AHL? I thought he played great tonight. All right, guys. Uh, oh, Kings lost 5-1 to the Devils. Was that tonight? Um, okay. So that is all the time we have for you tonight. Did about 48 minutes on the Broad Street Hockey Radio post-game live, or Facebook Live post-game. Post-game live is the name of another show, uh, not this show. This is the Broad Street Hockey Radio Facebook Live post-game. Uh, I have a great time doing these. I love that you guys come and hang out with me. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, I will be back with you on Thursday, most likely it'll be me. Uh, it's usually me. I love doing them. Uh, in all likelihood, I'll be back with you. So check us out then as uh, we're going to be doing these all season. Check out our checking the competitions too, our pregames. Of course, there's a new Broad Street Hockey Radio up that went up today. If you haven't checked it out, please do. And if you ever feel like parting with a little bit of cash, Check out the Broad Street, the BSH Radio uh, Patreon page. We create a lot of content for just five bucks a month. If you want to pay a little more, you get a little more. Uh, but it's it's all good stuff out there. So if uh, if you're not supporting us in that way, I urge you to do so if you have the uh, the money to spend. So thank you all for your support. And anyway, just by listening, clicking on this show is great uh, as well. Uh, I will be with you on Thursday. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.